Hi, and welcome to episode 37 of the Main Protagonist Radio. I am your host, accredited coach CC Ojani Bekor. Let's ponder a few questions. Were you taught from an early age to be kind to yourself? Were you taught to revere and enjoy life despite the ups and downs? Were you taught that your body is sacred? Were you taught to continuously nurture your creativity? Were you taught that mistakes are part of everyone's path and that there's no escaping quote-unquote failures? Most people would answer no. And yet these mindsets are what will lead to your happiness and success in life. Now if you answered no, that's fine. I say this repeatedly. You're an adult now, and you are in command of how your life goes. So no more wishing the past had been different. No more wishing your parents had been more enlightened. Just take the reins now and steer your life in the direction you want it to go. That intention is the start. And it's a good start. So with that in mind, let's talk about romance. Most people associate romance with a love partnership, a marriage, a significant other. But the root of the word romance has nothing to do with partnership. At its core, romance involves adventurous tales of heroic deeds done by a knight or a hero or a heroine. So romance implies adventure. It implies challenge, exhilaration, and victory. And this is what I mean when I talk about leading a romantic life. It's something you can begin doing today, whether you're single or in an intimate relationship. The word also implies fun and play. So how can you start leading a romantic life? Well, here are a few tips. Number one. Say yes to new experiences. Yes, yes, yes. Some years ago, I was at the New Yorican Poets Cafe in New York. I write and share poetry as a cathartic outlet and hobby. And I remember the MC of the night calling repeatedly for performers on the open mic. In other words, for anyone who wrote and recited poetry to come and perform. Now, I was frozen. My husband whispered to me, telling me to go, but I didn't. I have very few regrets in life, and that is one of them. So when the curator of a poetry event in Mumbai, India, invited me to perform, I wasn't going to make that same mistake again. I said yes. Yes, yes, yes. And that was one of the most romantic experiences of my life. Having total strangers hugging me, telling me that my words moved them, it was a privilege. I absolutely love Mumbai, and that's one of the reasons that city will always be close to my heart. So, who has or is inviting you to do something different? Do it. I personally know quite a few people who have met the loves of their life simply because they agreed to go somewhere different. Number two, start demonstrating love to yourself. And I use that word deliberately, demonstrate. It's a verb. I ask my clients this question. How would I know that you love yourself? And many have no proof to speak of. 
So begin by doing things like making time to rest. If you're in a house with a partner and children, let them know that you are making this time for yourself. Carve out time to play, to have fun, whether by yourself or with others. Now the word play implies that there's no agenda of achievement or winning. It's an activity for its own sake. One thing I really like about my men friends is they don't need an excuse to make time to have fun. And I often tell women to borrow a page from this mindset. You can start buying for yourself nice things, and they don't have to be expensive. You know what will genuinely make you feel good. And I don't mean buy things to fill up a void. I mean get yourself something that will make you feel great. Something that will bring you long-term happiness. Massages make a lot of people feel good, and they're also really good for the body. I make it a point of going for massages regularly. So go to a place you've always wanted to go and demonstrate love to yourself. Number three, commit to leaving a draining environment. Now this might require tweaking your business, for example, if you're finding yourself bored of your current offerings. It might involve looking for a new job where you will be treated well and be valued. It might mean having a conversation with someone if you've been draining each other lately, like a spouse. Asking questions like, how can we get ourselves out of this funk? It might mean leaving a crew of friends that you don't resonate with anymore. Do what you need to do to leave any draining environment that you are currently a part of. Number four, be open to love. Here's the thing. We are all afraid of having our hearts broken. But those in long-term and rewarding relationships somewhere along the way decided to take the risk anyway and to be vulnerable. They decided to open themselves to love and committed to making it work. I know that's what I've done. And I had a real fear of being hurt. Many people had disappointed me before. And we know it may work, it may not work. But people in committed long-term relationships that are rewarding are giving it a go. So be open to love. Your future spouse shouldn't be made to pay for what your ex did to you, for example. So don't bring that old baggage into your future. Number five, be creative. Make time to do things like write, draw, paint, build something. Using the right side of the brain works wonders for your well-being and it'll also introduce you to like-minded people who enjoy doing the same activities. Number six, embrace the quote-unquote failures without telling yourself that you are a failure. There's a difference. Now, as a coach, I like to share my past failures with my clients where appropriate. And I've been very privileged to have honest coaches who've done the same for me. I find it an effective way to get clients to realize that, number one, you're not alone. And number two, if someone else has been through the same thing and come out the other side, that means you can do it too. You become a resilient and magnetic person when people can see that you don't let the downs keep you down. Number seven, move, move, move. I'm talking here about 
physical activity like dance. Have a listen to episode 35 about being in your body. If your body is something that you just lug around, you're missing out on an amazing source of feeling good. So move your body. Move it in enjoyable ways. Dance, swim, hike, and do it regularly. And preferably in a beautiful environment that you're going to enjoy being a part of. Number eight, seek out teachers of adventure. Seek out a coach who is dedicated to helping you live your brilliant life. Seek out teachers who will help you with your business, your emotional intelligence, your finances, your relationships. Get the help you need to rid yourself of the baggage that is currently preventing you from living your romantic life. As always, you know you can reach me at cece at themainprotagonist.com. It simply starts with a conversation. Being well is key to your success and happiness. Do all of the things I've mentioned above and you will begin to be well. You will also stop being needy and expecting others to create the adventurous life that you want for you. Give yourself permission.